You know the name, you know the face. We're back like we never left. Uh, two month hiatus? I don't know, but we're gonna call it that. So, welcome back to Loose Mirth. Oh, this is Khalid talking, and today we're gonna introduce the topic with Hidayah. Okay, guys, I got a question. Do you feel as if the communities that you were raised in instilled the proper values in you? Or do you feel as if in your adult life, you're having to like relearn values and recreating values that you want to carry out in your life and then in your future children's life? No, I think that's a very valid question. That, um, I mean, looking back at it, I think there was a lot of things I actually had to relearn that I probably didn't have a healthy view of as a child. Um, I know it was very difficult growing up for me. The thing, the, the advice or the, the things that my parents or my uncles would tell me that made me feel very uncomfortable myself, right? And how I interact with people around me in a community that I felt like I shouldn't have those kind of, you know, internal struggles or problems just because based, not even like anything solid or valid. It's just based on like people's perception of me, people's, how they would perceive me, right? I think it really had a, a negative effect on me. But I don't know. I'm curious Wait, to see can how. Can you give an example of what you're talking about? So I, I think like when I look at my life and the decisions I make and like my train of thoughts, I, um, I see that like it's a direct result of basically like my upbringing. Um, when I'm in a, in a community that, that really stresses the importance of appearance of like, you know, like how you present yourself is, is everything. And, and that's valid, right? That's cool. But it could be, it could go to a point where it's just like, it's too much emphasis on the, on, on the external values that made me like challenge or made me feel uncomfortable that. Do you have a specific example? Like, was there a time that this exactly happened? Like, somebody said something to you? Or like, you're talking about in general, like, afterwards? Yeah, it's nothing like big, right? Nothing huge, but it could be like even the small things, right? Like, I've noticed, right, that I've, I would ha have a challenge even like dressing for certain events, right? Because it wasn't acceptable or it wasn't presentable enough, right? Where I feel like it was being enforced so much that it, it turned me off from even like, even want to dress up, like even wanted like you know what I mean like I felt like, sweats to a wedding or something. Yeah, like if you see the way I am, you understand how I live. Like you, like honestly, like you could take it how you want, but to me, like it was a very like it made me it made me like resent the idea of like even wanting to dress up because I felt like it was too much. I felt like it wasn't real. I felt like it wasn't authentic. I felt like people made me had to please other people. Like I had to look good for them so my value would be reflected on how they saw me, and I hated the whole concept and I rejected it. I think and that like kind of poured into so many aspects of our life. Like I think a lot of um, our upbringing was all about like how people viewed you, how they how they looked at you, your reputation. That was one of the main things that was ingrained in our minds. It's like every move that you make, it's like what are people gonna think? How, how are they going to react? What are people gonna say? You know what I mean? Everything is always about um, what others think, and I think that was like a very like toxic way of growing up because so much of who you are you don't even know if that's actually you or if this is just who you think you're supposed to be because that's how everybody wants you to be so it's very hard for you to like try to like detach yourself from all of that and then trying to undo all of that and unlearn all of that and without it coming off as like oh what's what's gone into her oh or him or they're act they're starting to be a little different they're a little weird or um if you start thinking a little bit outside of the box you're immediately kind of like kind of like an outsider you know what i mean and so then you start seeing a lot of people who kind of want to start removing themselves in certain, to, it's a certain degrees from their own community because they don't feel comfortable or safe with them anymore. And so it's like, damn, is there a way to kind of like, cause there's, don't get me wrong, there's great and beautiful parts of growing up with a community that we have, that we're ever, we're forever going to be grateful for, right? Um, but there's parts of it where it's kind of like, how do I 
stay with this community without sacrificing my sanity. You know what I mean? Like, how do I, how, how can I be myself and not feel so like judged or whatever it is, you know, from the people that I'm supposed to be feeling my, my best and most comfortable with? I think that's interesting. Cause like for me, I didn't officially like have a community until I was 18. So, like, I bounced back and forth between Dallas and Seattle up until I was 18. And then I officially moved to Dallas. And it was just interesting to see how different things were. Because, like, my mom wouldn't say anything, like, when I was in Seattle. Because it's like, what gay are we going to see? There's, like, five of us there. Um, so, when I was in Seattle, like, nobody, like, she wouldn't say anything about, like, how I dressed, how I acted. It wasn't until, like, I went to, like, gay events. That she was like, oh, what's going on here? Like, there have been times where she, she'd call other people and be like, okay, what's my daughter doing? What's my daughter wearing? Mm-hmm. And then they would come up to me and be like, hey, I just, I need to take a photo for your mom. I need, I need to, I need to <laughs> show crazy. her what you're wearing. <laughs> yeah. Or like, you know, certain yeah. things like that. And I just be like, wait. Wait, that really happened? Yes, that really happened. I put one in here. Did they, did they take the picture? You saw the picture? The, um, listen, the lady came up and she's like, oh my God, let me take a picture for your mom to send her. And I was like, okay, I guess. Like, I, I didn't even realize who this lady was. That's and then cool. afterwards, she was like, yeah, I need to send it to your mom. So like, yeah. I can show her what you, what you're getting into. And I was like, huh? Oh, <laughs> so I was, I was, I was very uncomfortable, <laughs> but it was like stuff like that, that made me realize like, appearance is everything to some parents and it's like it's wild because it's like yasmin said you want to be comfortable with these people because they have the same background as you but the fact that you have to to kind of fit into the mold of everybody else it just sucks Mm -hmm. so i have another question for you guys okay do you guys feel like you're living your true authentic life in this community not 100%. I, I don't think so. I think a, a lot of people don't mm-hmm. because they're like supposed to live in this mold that our parents kind of formed for us. Mm-hmm. That's not our true to our nature because we grew up in a whole different environment, yeah. right? So we don't really fit in that mold that they want to shape us to, mm-hmm. that they're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So the things that we're doing kind of challenges their comfort zone and they may not know how to actually deal with it, yeah. if that makes sense, right? It, it's challenging to them. Do you think that some of that is like out of respect too, though? Like... I know no matter like how different I'd want to be, there's certain levels where I'd be like, I'm not comfortable with having this like side of myself or this personality out in the community just because it's like who I am is a reflection of my parents as well. Even though like I'm an individual, it it goes back to like how they raised me and people are going to think like, Oh, they didn't raise their daughter right. So yes. it goes back to judgment. It yeah. goes back fear, to judgment. Fear, yeah. Judgment. He says out of respect for who though? Like, is no, it, I I agree with it's that. Just yeah. out of that's to, real. I never thought that's about real. that, but yeah. like, I still don't even listen to music in front of my parents. Yeah. Like, what? And for the record, how old are you? My brother will walk around the house blasting whatever, but like, still in the car. Like, if I have music, I'll turn really low or I put my headphones on. Because it's it's like an edge of thing. Like, you have to. I just never. Yeah. Like, I just never felt comfortable. Yeah, I'll never a curse in front of my parents like, that's something there's certain like, no stations I don't listen to in front of my dad because I know it's just a no like I had my septum pierced I, I had mean, I had that hidden I think everyone code switches in front of their parents but at least personally growing up I feel like 
I got to be myself in the Gaysu community. Kids will be kids, and you run around to the side, and you, you vibe with the people you vibe with, even if you got into bad things. It's just kind of what kids did, and if your parents found out, you got your scoldings and stuff. So I think on a positive aspect, we, we were kind of lucky to have friends, our age group, and they always kind of had events for us, whether it was tailored around Islamic events or Eid or whatever the case was. I think, I think we were just lucky in that sense, because I've had instances of friends in high school where you're friends with people for four years out of convenience, and then they'll admit to you, well, I don't think I'm really close with these people. I've only ever had surface level talks. When I, when I leave for college, I feel like I'm not going to be close with any of these people. So when you hear stuff like that, you just realize we kind of got lucky in a sense to just be thrown into something. And then from there, yeah, it had its downsides, but for the most part, I feel like it was a positive aspect. So you said there's no aspects of you that like you feel doesn't vibe with. Everyone no, I mean, I, you hide stuff from your parents. I don't think the community brought that out of us. I think when Even the community, what about from thinking about him, the community aspect? There's no aspect of you that you felt like. You I, felt I feel like he feels comfortable because he fits the mold, though. Like he actually yeah, fits the mold. His character just fits the mold. Right? He is a part. <laughs> he was raised back <laughs> home. So were you ever tempted to wear earrings? I don't know. Were you ever tempted to get a tattoo? Also, also, remember a man, guys and girls' experiences also like very very different. You know, there's a lot of pressure that's put on. I'm not saying men don't have pressure, but women have a different type of experience of like you're a woman you need to talk a certain way you need to dress a certain way you need to carry yourself a certain way you need to be you need to be bubbly all the time you need to be social like to everybody and there's just a lot that it comes with but uh to what Khaled was mentioning there's another side of like the whole friends topic like growing up in the community you're kind of um automatically like your friends are kind of chosen for you based off of who your parents associate themselves with right so in a certain way yes there's beautiful parts of it right i'm not trying to take it away from that but there's certain parts of it that it kind of sucks in a way because you don't get a say in who you're hanging out with most of the time and those are the friends that you stay with for like elementary to middle to high school through college and so um and a lot of those friendships yeah easily high schools or school friends can be surface level but so can the people that you grow up in the community and there's a lot of you that sometimes forget the adults even with your own friend groups you have to kind of like you know hide certain parts of yourselves or act like you like things that you don't really care for because you're just trying to conform to what everybody else wants to do um and we're not really taught about how we have like how we should have freedom to choose who we want to hang out with and who we want to keep close to in our lives. And if, and it's okay that if you're friends with somebody for 15 years, that if you've outgrown them, that's okay. And you can do it in a, in a way that's like not dramatic and all that kind of stuff. You know, I feel like currently, like there are people that I know that have done that and like, it's not a big deal, but I feel like it's the parents that make it a big deal. Oh yeah. Cause they'll be asking it's, you. Like, it's what never, you it's yeah. never the kids that care as much. It's, but it's more so. I wouldn't say never the kids. Cause sometimes it is because mm. you know, they're just like perpetuating that toxic culture and like, you know, they mm. like it and it works for them. So it's like, I've seen like plenty of relationships where like one person's trying to end it and the other one's like, Oh, hold on. Yeah. Uh-uh, we're, we're right. Right. forever. Right. And like, I see myself sometimes in those relationships too. And I'm like, damn, like, you know, like you can't yeah. live with them, but you can't live without <laughs> yeah. them. Like they literally, your childhood friends don't go away. Yeah. And I love my childhood friends. Don't get me wrong. They're, I, you know, I lucked out with some good ones, mm-hmm. but like, like, 
from a general from, like, from a general, general perspective yeah. like there are like you know it's the parents that try to like sit down and uh-uh, you're gonna be friends with this yeah. person mm-hmm. and stuff or like you know like you have to but then also like your friends would do that too to you mm-hmm. you're you know like that friend who still mm-hmm. wants to be friends with you will do that to you mm-hmm. i think right after a certain age when you when you explain something to your parents you can leave out details but to say i don't want to be friends with so-and-so and they might take it some way if they're really close with the mom, but a lot of them are also understanding too, to a point where it's just like, okay, you're grown now. You can do your own things. Yeah. You're not in the community. If you want to pick your friends, I don't think it's, it might have been a strong thing when we were growing up. I don't, think that's, like, that, I don't yeah, think that's the response for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that'd, that'd be an awkward conversation though. Like, like oh, I know. What, what about, what about this? I haven't heard you talk about this person in a long time. They always bring it up. And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah I just kind of, you don't want to be like, yeah. Especially person, if there's like some crazy shit that happened between yeah. the, the two people. Ooh. And it's like, you don't want to expose other people. Oh and so God, it gets then, like really but awkward. But the crazy thing is your parent already knows because the community already told them. Sometimes. There are some people under the radar they live in a world where you just accept it like somebody does some crazy shit like you just accept it yeah because like, they do that some husband yeah. cheated on their wife and like, almost ran away to another family you just accept it yeah. we are all about brushing everything under the rug we are just like keep it, keep it moving smile <laughs> <laughs> that's cool no, I definitely have people I cut off and I, t- I don't give my mom details but I tell her we're not gonna be friends who the hell you cut off <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I'm that's my turn. You know, you cut off vibes. You know, you know. I cut. He'll do it in a very mature, classy way. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just, you, you yeah. just gotta fall back. You're the mold. I feel like yeah. we're the prototype. <laughs> yeah, right. That's All right, so take it, take it a step back, right? Probably on your bad side. I was a starter. You're the prototype. I like that. Actually, no, actually I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, so take it a step back. I think that um, our parents tried their best to like protect the certain image or code of conduct or that they want in kids. Um, but that's a challenge for us, right? Who might not fit in that, right? So do you think it's better to accept somebody who doesn't fit that mold or is kind of outside of the box or to protect that, that certain look by all means necessary, even if it means like, not you know I mean never. Why, why would we want to protect that? It's not doing justice for anybody. It's like we, not, but, it's not healthy. Yeah. It's not healthy, but it's yeah. the, that's that's our that, in a way that's our protect it? it's our that's our identity, right? That's our history. Of fixing a problem, ending a problem, not sweeping it I under mean, rug, but having the conversation. Why I'm no show us preserving. an example of how it would protect our identity because I I feel I like, don't think this is part of our identity. I, yeah, I think it's just part of a toxic part of our culture it's not anything to do with but i'm what i'm trying to figure out is the question oh, you're asking i feel like what you're like you're saying should we protect it but what are we protecting not us but the parents right they have a threshold on it right they have uh they i mean like but I, think it's, I think it's obvious that it's what they're doing is not right so i think it's is like it, we're trying to break away from it though is it is it that obvious though like it's not right though no, i'm saying it's obvious to us so it's like because you're posing this question to us as people our age that, is, that are listening to this so i think no not agree. so I'm, what, my question is should the parents keep having this kind of like mentality where it's like we're not going to accept anything that's different from us no that's, that's what i'm saying i feel like that's the obvious answer like is no why not are we accepting doing that things that are different from us or not accepting things that are acceptable haram haram or court or I, here's the thing here's why where i'm getting kind of confused is because the, what this conversation is about is how there is a lack of um room for it for all of us as individuals mm-hmm. to actually just journey through this life yeah. and, and to just be humans yeah. right and so everything is about either you fit this mold or you're gonna get shit for it so 
clearly there's parts of that that is very toxic and it's making people feel like, well, I can't be myself. I have to hide things about who I am. Um, I need to be a different person when I'm around certain individuals. And so none of that is okay. So well, I, I don't know what the solution completely is, but I definitely think that we need to start creating more environments where parents and children, their kids, um, I know it's easier said than done and it's going to take some time, but we need they, the, your, the kids should feel safe going to their parents. And I know that I'm not trying to make it seem like a light thing. I know that's, that should be the goal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but that takes a lot of work from the parent side mm-hmm. to do yeah. a lot of unlearning from their side because they're, they're conditioned to yeah. think certain ways. Like I said, there's, you can always find the beauty in every aspect. Like there's beautiful parts of our culture. There's yeah. beautiful parts of our upbringing and, and things like that. But there's definitely parts to it. That's like, think about it. There's, you cannot find a single individual who can, who can say that at some point throughout their upbringing, they weren't taught to be concerned about what other people are going to think in whatever way that was told to them. So, so in your experience, what would you have liked to happen differently in a, in a sense of you're forced into a group or you like something differently? And did you go to your parents and say something or was it the idea like mm. it wasn't going to be acceptable, so I'm not going to try? Like, what would you I like to see differently? I think there was a lot that I did believe was like, what is there's no I don't. Why would I ever talk about mm-hmm. it? Because it was kind of like you just accept things for what they are and you just keep moving because that's what everybody else is doing. So I never had this idea of like, this doesn't sit well with me. I don't actually feel like this. Let me go talk about it. But as I grew older, yeah, that would start to change. But like when I was a young kid, I was just like, this is what it is. I had some toxic friends even when I was like in elementary school, middle school from the Gaysu community. But like, you don't think... Oh, I have a say. I can, yeah. I can say something. I can speak yeah. up. Like, you're yeah. just like, this is what it is. You're, everybody's friend. Like, just keep it moving. Yeah. That's always, that was the main thing was keep it moving. Yeah. You know, don't complain. It's like. Wait, when keep, you say you had toxic friends as a kid, like, in what aspect? Like, I, I, I didn't, I had some friends that I just did not feel good around. Like, they would, they would kind of have, like, would be just like kind of really mean and always mm-hmm. kind of just being like very hurtful or very judgmental. I, when I look back at my friendships, I had a couple that I can definitely say I had a lot of people who were projecting their insecurities onto mm-hmm. me. And then I absorbed that thinking there's something wrong with me individually. Oh, and because you were supposed to be friends with them or whatever. Right. Like you I was like, forced to always be around them. Right. And, you know, keep absorbing it. Exactly. And so until like you start, and that obviously like that people grow, lot, people yeah. grow. And then when you start to really experience like those nourishing friendships, you're like, damn, this is what I was missing out on. But I was, yeah. I just thought I had no other choice, no other choice. Like yeah. this is just what it is. And everybody has to deal with this. And yeah. just wait, just let's ask apart. the mold. <laughs> 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 no, I had a very different childhood. I went to do like eight different schools. By the time I was in seventh grade, I moved to Ethiopia for a couple of years. I came back. There was a lot of relearning certain things. It made me kind of socially awkward at times. So I never felt like I was forced to anything. Every year was kind of like something new and you, you picked your new friends. But I always had my cousins too. When I was in Atlanta, I always had my cousins who I felt really close around. And then when it came to community stuff, I don't know. You just kind of find your group and you move on from there. I never felt like I was pushed into anything or no, his mom is friends with me, so you can hang around this kid. I just never had any of that, but but I mean, it's more than just the friends that you have. There's certain things that you and might want to do. Parts yeah, to it. there's yeah, so it's not just friendships. That, uh, there's other components to it too. You might have the well is something that you wanted to do that you couldn't. You know, wear my braids, wear my earrings. You know, what I mean, just dress the way I want to dress, right? Without Would somebody judging my values. You have braids. Yeah, back then I did, but I mean, I, I yeah. felt like I had to hide it, but I did have braids. I had, I had certain things that just, like, because I was raised in America, there was some parts of the culture that I just, like, I, that I attracted to. Yeah. Listen to the rap music, whatever, like, my parents didn't accept that, right? So it was just but like... what, ultimately, what does 
not allowing your kids to have braids and wear earrings like is that really that bad of a thing to like you say i don't want you to do not to us but to them it was it was the end of the world because they felt like they lost their child right they felt like they were losing them to a society they couldn't like, as a parent can't you create certain structures and it's like there's certain things that i don't feel comfortable with my child doing it maybe when you go to college you can do your own stuff so yeah like, anything against the religion that's my, my. As, as a parent you're supposed to instill values within your children and that's hot take. And that's what I think, like, as a community, we're missing. Like, an actual set in stone. These are your values that, like, you know, we carry with us that we understand. I think that's what, like, the blurred line is for all of us. And we're trying to, like, relearn and unlearn things with, like, the limited tools that we have. And they have to be at all times. Not just when so-and-so is watching or this community is watching. No, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 20, that's yeah, what we're missing. It's like, I don't care yeah. what your child does. My child does as long as you're not going to these people. I saying that. Some of those things, yeah. Because, like, you, we create a community center and, like, all that. But, like, do we go back and, like, give to the homeless? Like, do we create an event to, like, you know, grow those strong morals and values? Like, I felt like when I went to college and I took, like, a um, ethics. ethics class, like, that was like the first time I actually like sat down. I was like, "What are my values? Yeah. Like, what are the things that like I hold strong to myself?" Even before ethics, I think the underlying issue is when you have questions that differentiate your school life and your neighborhood life with your community life, and you start to ask these questions. Well, why do we do this? And it's always been brushed off as that's just the way it is. That's the slump. That's this. It's never a deep understanding. It's never a dive in. It's never having a conversation with your kids. I don't know what it is about our community, but we just... Because our parents don't know themselves sometimes, like why things are the way they are. They just say, this is how it was presented to us when we were kids. This is how we're going to present it to you. It was the norm. It was just the norm. And and I think that the easiest part was, okay, our values are Islamic values, right? Mm -hmm. Our values, you know, like with Islam, it's all about character. Obviously, ethics character be a good person be good to people etc etc i think they just kind of thought like by osmosis by going to crown gay and things like that like we will learn that was going to automatically yeah. just like everything would yeah. come and come exactly we were taught to fear people before we were taught to fear god you know mm-hmm. what i mean so yeah. it's like there's a lot of stuff that we're, we kind of did a little bit backwards yeah. and they thought by again it's all about the external stuff did i enroll my kids in weekend grand school um did i tell them that they have to wear the hijab by a certain age it's like it's like just like a yeah. checklist yeah. right yeah, of like did I do this? Checklist, but there's yeah. we're, we're there's like a huge side of it that we kind of lacked in terms of like the connection right of like yeah. and having like a little bit more of like introspective conversations and being like let me give you a little bit inside of the why behind everything that we're doing, right? Even yeah, when we're being told pray five prayers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, That's what I'm saying. Prayers. So we learned that and then we go home and we didn't see none of it, yeah. nowhere. I didn't and see like it. The, so it was like, like the confusing. explanation wasn't provided. So it's like as adults, full functioning adults, like we have to sit back and think about, wait, what are my values? Mm-hmm. And even understanding what are the Islamic values mm-hmm. and, you know, like how can I incorporate that in my daily life because it should match. Right. But like, we don't know like we don't know like what we value compared to what our parents value like we never had that discussion never had that like implemented like correctly and then you know like different families coming together and forming a community and nobody's talking about like value setting or anything like that obviously like we're gonna end up being like a mess they just talk you know? about what we're doing they don't, they don't talk about why we're doing it what's going through yeah, them to make them like stuff, you know i mean yeah. it's just like, oh my parents my kids are doing this why is this they never they never like talk to the kids figure out what is going on like why is this happening i do want to just throw out there too like we're not trying to completely discredit like our parents generation yeah. um we're just trying to acknowledge certain things that we just 
don't feel is ever discussed enough. Um, but not to take away. Cause like, of course, like there are certain things that we can agree on that like our parents were tra- like, they wanted us to be good people, right? Like they want us to be like, make sure you're treating people well, you're, that you're, you've got your head on straight, that you're trying to like, you know, be the best version of yourself, even though it might, the messaging might have been in different, different ways, ways and yeah. whatever, but we, we are not trying to take away from what they have done for us. It's just we're, we're just finally trying to talk about the stuff that never gets discussed because it's a little uncomfortable or they're like, it, you know, there's like, again, it's just like, there's like a disconnect, I think, with yeah. the generations. So. I'll go, I'm going to go take, let's go. Let me get you some earrings, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, play this episode for your parents and let them come back with a diss track. I think that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, uh, it might ready. be time to wrap this thing up. Um, tell us how you feel about the episode. You know where to find us on our socials. Um, this has been a comeback, you know, for Luce Murtho. Two months minimum. And, Find us on our socials. We might be doing something with merch, a Patreon. Just know that we love you guys and we want love back. So 